Please come down to the basement workshop. But uh, if any of you have any criticism of the, the way we have this laid out, please let me know. But uh, quickly, I'll go through it. That the uh, the 22 paving um, bond uh, roadway paving is done. The uh, you'll hear from Greg pretty soon on the 2024 recommendations for paving. Uh, the other items that we are proceeding with are the uh, downtown uh, Ocean Avenue relining, the manhole reconstruction at McClune's, and uh, we do have um, a proposal from Greg for the bulkhead engineering, and Mike Baskin has put into place uh, uh, funding, or we will be putting into place funding. Uh, we saw that this week to at least start the initial phase of uh, probably a three or four year plan. And Erwin, I think it's on here, may want to speak to it. I um, <clears throat> So we're moving ahead on a number of the five year capital plan um, uh, items. Uh, and again, if we want to change any, please do. Um, we do have um, $60,000 in, uh, in, in, in the plan, uh, the capital plan this year uh, to retrofit or to repair the pumper. Uh, Chad will speak to that during the uh, during his presentation, and uh, we're moving ahead on some of the other projects, and they will be on your agenda, you know, subsequent agendas. Um, also, the parking lot on River Street, where the old uh, elementary school used to be, is up and running. Uh, it's an employee-only parking uh, area. It's for our volunteer firefighters. It's for our uh, beach staff, <coughs> and it's for any overflow staff, but it's employee-only parking. Uh, it'll help <coughs> get them out of the parking lot Our last year, really. Uh, next year, we've all talked about it. Next year, all bets are off about parking. Don't know what happens next year. 
um, because we're going to lose, uh, I believe we're going to lose both uh, both of the parking uh, lots that we have now for, you know, the pri private employees as well as the our, our own employees. So we're going to have to work on a plan, all of us over the next, you know, 12 months on what, what we do. I know, it was great while it lasted. I, I just don't know what we do. I mean, we still don't want them in the parking lot because, as we know, at each one of those spaces raises us... Uh, seven to a thousand dollars each a year so uh you have 50 50 employees at any given time and that's fifty thousand dollars a year in lost revenue out here so we're gonna have to find an alternate to that uh, i don't know what it is plus beach tickets pardon me parking plus beach tickets plus restaurant it's not I, just parking i guess I, I don't i don't know what else we can do there but we're gonna lose it and that's gonna be a be a problem for our employees and uh uh, you know, I'm not quite sure what other towns do. I, I know that you know there are other towns that have seasonal employees and they don't give them parking, so we'll have to figure it out. Um, also, about the uh, rural vehicles and stuff down in that same area that have garages right now. That's gone. <coughs> the dumpsters, borrow vehicles. Uh, we have a whole host of stuff down there, and in the, the garage at One River Street. Uh, you know, that's our uh, our weather controlled, uh, our environmental controlled garage that we use for a lot of PV stuff, and I know some of the beach stuff is in there. Hey, Joe, while we have time on this, we don't have to do anything now. I think it would be good if we put a small group together with alternatives and recommendations. Mary Fred and I have had some discussions about some alternatives, but I think while we have time, it would be good to think through none of them are easy, none of them are pleasant, but there are good and bad alternatives. Mayor, if you want to uh, put uh, together... The outside to it, you know, I'd like to know what yeah, the battle terms sound interesting, but... Uh, I Did we hear from JCPNL when the River Street Live yet about identifying your lines? No, yeah, we, we sent that survey to them about three weeks ago, we were supposed to have an on-site meeting scheduled, and I have to reach out to you. Because as part of the capital plan is the, the garage, mm -hmm. for lack of a better term, and Greg is still waiting for a return call from JCPNL to uh, uh, to make sure we clearly identify their their utilities over there because that's where their substation is before we start building a building over top of it. Um, and uh, I don't know when at what point you want to talk about the fire truck. Are you going to bring up the ladder, or or do you want to do it under capital? The potential. Because I'm done. So we could segue into that. And Mike's on the Mike's on online as well. You want to just part of your part of your Sure. You want to say you want me to come up? Yeah, come on up to the There's an empty chair for you. Okay. So you want to speak to the refurb too or just the line. Either or. Both. Let's talk about both of them. So the the first layer that was already funded through that last bond ordinance at the last meeting was was the we're calling it a refer. It's essentially just a, a heavy overall or overhaul of the the current fire. And the concept behind that is to get it a couple more years till it sounds ready to fund the replacement of it. Um, with that it would be overhauling the motor, overhauling the pump. Need some helper springs in the back uh, on the back axle, uh, some upgrading of the lighting. So, 
I've started that process. I've reached out to a couple of our local dealers to draw up some items. I have to speak with Mike offline about it. If it's something that we can do through one of the cooperative purchasing or if it's going to be through, through a bid process, um, that process has been started. Second to that, a few months ago, uh, Mr. Baskin grabbed me off the side. We had a conversation. Um, and he put me out on a back finding This is a number. See if you can do a ladder truck for this number. And it was nothing more than that. Uh, went on a fact finding mission. And the plan was to bring him back that information. He was going to approach the administrator. Administrator was going to present it to council, which is why I'm assuming we're here today after this discussion. Mm -hmm. So internally, we formed a committee, a committee of nine, eight, eight members, and myself as the chair. And we first sat down by establishing a, a specification and a what we need for Seabright, both today and for the future. Um, backstory to this before I get too far ahead is we all understand what's going on with current ownership, right? Um, without wasting your time, anybody that's heard my budget presentation knows that the American Home France ladder truck is a defunct company trying to repair it. It's just becoming more and more expensive, um, trying to find parts, components. So, uh, so whether council decides to fund it this year, next year, five years from now, any way you roll the dice, that time's fine. It's coming quicker than I think we realize. Um, you couple that with the 7 to 10% average increase industry-wide of cost annually, you add those numbers up, and it's going to be a pretty significant um, purchase within the next couple of years, right? I think we can agree on that. I don't want to go too hard on that, but you guys have all heard that story. So, like I said, we formed this committee. We came, we developed a set of what we thought was the best specifications for Seabrook. Some of you might have saw it. We had the ladder truck different buildings in town trying to figure out, do we need the 75? Do we actually need a 100-foot ladder back and forth? And we went back and forth for about a month, maybe six weeks of what would work best for Seabrook. So we developed the, what we thought was the best specification for the town, and then we went shopping. You know, um, we lined up all the manufacturers. There's manufacturers that I would love to back a fire truck into this, into this firehouse, you know, the Cadillacs and Mercedes of, of, of the industry. Immediately wrote them off because the price point wasn't there. Um, there's some subpar, in my opinion, manufacturers that we need to look at because if we're going to be making an investment such as this, we, we, we want to have something that's going to last us 20 years plus. So, we narrowed it down to two reputable manufacturers um, for our fire apparatus and the E1 fire apparatus. We met with both. We presented them our ideas. In discussion with Ferrara, they also offered up the what they call the demo unit, which is a production line unit, no no special modifications that can be made to it. Um, that can be available probably in half the delivery time, with a reduction in cost compared to their customers. Uh, as you guys all saw, I sent that out last night. I had reservations to that because there were certain things that we identified amongst the committee for Seabright that that demo unit doesn't fit. Additional ladders, 
the, the operator spread, so on. Um, the cost savings between the Ferrara demo and the Ferrara custom were was something along the lines of forty or fifty thousand dollars. Again, you guys add those numbers and send that one. Um, and then we had the other manufacturer. Um, the one caveat to this whole thing is both manufacturers, I'm assuming they went to the, the same dealer for this. Um, there is a trading value of the current American France of $50,000. And I know a couple members of council approached me yesterday that they have reservations on this, but they feel like the town might be unprotected. Um, I did express my, my professional opinion in, in that letter I sent out in uh, regards to that. It's no different than if the ladder truck was out of service for routine maintenance. Um, it's like a You answered it. So, yes. So, we, we have automatic agents. You pull 911 right now and report smoke or fire in your house. In addition to see right, you're getting four additional counts right off the bat on the initial dispatch. Uh, that's, that's how our, our policy is set up. So, can I ask a question? Yes, sir. They're giving you a trade in value of $50,000. If we kept it, we're not trading it in. And when we got the new one, what's the value of that truck? I would say we know that. You're, you're going to get money back, okay. uh, for sure. So we don't have to trade it in. Nope. nope. And we can keep it until we get delivery of yep. another. And I, I yield the council on that decision. If we ever decide to fund this project, that's up to you guys to decide. Again, I'm comfortable either way. Um, and as the administrator said, you're going to get money back. It's not going to get 50000 because it's going to be two and a half years from now. But you will get money back. And I, I, I couldn't tell you what that number is. I don't want to give you a purpose one or the other check. So again, we, if, you, if you read through the, the, the item, they're both manufacturers of quality product. There's, there's no question on that. No, I mean, the trade. Trade. Oh, trade in. Sorry. For the trade. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, going to I, I can go. I can make whatever you guys decide. It's whatever you guys want to do in your college. And may I run that? Yeah, please go. Uh, I didn't see Chad's letters last night. I don't know if it was here. Don't worry. But the, don't um, right, I've had conversations with Chad, obviously. Uh, but this is the first I'm really hearing about the, um, the idea of, of keeping it or trading it in. Uh, personally, I would keep the truck. Uh, I just wouldn't invest any additional significant funds in uh, maintenance of the truck. I mean, obviously, routine maintenance, I would continue. Uh, but I think we'd have to carefully consider any major failures between uh, now and then. And I agree, uh, while we may not be able to get $50,000 for it two years from now, uh, you'll, you'll get $25,000 or $30,000 for it, you know, at minimum. And then I'd also say that it is likely, if we were to put in the um, specifications uh, for the contract to acquire the new truck, uh, that we could set a uh, trade credit at the end as well. It may not be the same fifty thousand dollars, but we can uh, put that in the contract as well. All right, no, thanks, Mike. Mike, how do you see this fun? Uh, we're talking about it now because we have been talking about. Chad's brought it up in a number of budget presentations about the need for the ladder. Why well, now? The reason I had this conversation with Chad obviously was, uh, as you recall, during the budget process. Uh, we were talking about the two trucks, the, the engine and the aero truck, and the timing of replacement of both. And Chad had mentioned how this refurbishment of the engine could give us four or five more years on the engine, where the aerial truck, 
has far more significant costly issues and uh, as a result of it being American France and having uh, no American France dealers anymore, no parts for American France anymore, there was questions as to you know, what do we do at some point should this truck have a major failure. Um, so the thought was that the priority really should be the latter truck. If, if we get five years with a $60,000 refurbishment on the engine, then we should move with the ladder truck and pay down as much of the ladder truck as we possibly can over that five-year period. Um, right now, Joe, I'm honestly balancing two things. Um, I may uh, suggest that we go through the Mount County Improvement Authority Capital Equipment Lease Program. I did put submit that as a uh, placeholder with the county uh, program of move forward in, in July. Um, and funding becomes available in August, September, so I'm in that range. We typically save significant money because we pool, it's a lease, it's a capital lease, and we pool the cost with other municipalities through the county, and we use the county's AAA rating to get a very low rate. Um, another option is to issue short-term notes um, and to do our own ordinance, and then issue short-term notes over a period of time to fund that uh, before we roll into uh, a longer-term debt. Um, so I'm balancing those two, those two options. Um, either one of them I think I can make work um, for the borough. I mean, this is not a surprise to us. We knew this was coming. I think we've been talking about it with Joseph for five years. Um, so, so it is something that's been in our plan uh, for some time. I just think that timing is critical at this point. I was just watching the supply chain and, and watching what I'm experiencing with not just fire apparatus, but first equipment and hand hoses taking one, two, and three years to be built and delivered. Um, and, and you're in a situation uh, with this aerial truck, that, you know, with, with, like I said, like Chad said, American and France out of business and very limited availability of parts for this type of truck. You're in a tough situation. You don't want to be in a situation where you have to buy the truck immediately, because then you know, you'll get crushed on cost. Yeah, so it's, it's all reasonable. I think your advice is good. Just to What's Cap the capitalize on what Mr. Bassman said too. Those numbers I presented to you guys, those expired in the Q2, which you business people know that's in two weeks. So what? I'm sorry. Two years. This is this is also not not a big part of this, but going back to the uh, current vehicle, are you? Uh, I don't want to go against your any of your rights, Chief, but are you okay with Bassman Mike's uh, suggestion hanging on to the current truck? Yeah, well, I'm not fine with that. Uh, like I said, I can go either way. That, that's up to council. Okay. Um, so what numbers did they both come in with? One, 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 about a million. So in, in that in that that proposal I sent out last night too, we were doing great with that number that, that Mr. Baskin gave us when they began this project. Um, we were we were at that number. June one, uh, Cummings, the major motor dealer, hit the industry industry-wide with we're discontinuing discontinuing this motor. Sorry, you can no longer use this motor. You have to use this motor, which includes a new front axle, a new rear axle, a new transmission, which increased cost seventy thousand dollars. So, and I have all those. I have that in right here for two. Chief, just a couple rapid fire questions. Sure. I read through your note. It was very good. Thank you. Just on the on the pumper, it's sixty k refurb the widest in the four to five years. Easy. Is that? Is that what we should take away from that? Yes. Because this is a timing thing between right. the two yep. and affordability. The second thing is I understand the obsolescence issue on the existing ladder truck. Mm -hmm. Is there ever any option to buy a refurbed truck that actually still has parts in the supply chain 
rather than buying new ones. So what would that cost? I, I can explore that option. Is that an option? Sure. Um, do I know the savings to that? Like a donor? I don't. Truck? Yeah, I mean, I, I, be, be, before we make a decision, yep. it would be good to know what and, all alternatives are. And again, with my reservation with that is the same thing with my reservation in the original demonstration truck that they offered was it's not custom looking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand the situation. When something's obsolete, parts go through the roof. If it's an existing supply chain supply truck and it's referred, I'm just making a number up. If it's 50 cents on a dollar, it'll at least be good to know about that. Sure. If it's 70 or 80 cents, it starts not to make sense. Sure. So I would be interested in that. And the other thing, last question, in your write-up you talked about an aluminum ladder because it yes. doesn't rust as much. Does the rest of the truck rust around the aluminum ladder? It's aluminum ladder. It's aluminum ladder. Yes. Okay, so if you upgrade to the aluminum ladder. So, the, uh, and again, the Ferrara offers the aluminum ladder also. The Ferrara's ladder is that painted steel. Okay, thank you. Yeah. What would be the additional cost if we went with a 100 foot ladder? That number that you see would probably be about one, three, manufacturer, industry one. 200K. Yeah, about. So, and again, that was that, the, the 100 foot ladder, that's something we've been tossing around. Um, we can make the 75 foot work with 100 be optimal, probably. Um, if, if the town's looking at making such an investment, do we do we want to shortchange ourselves? Again, decision for you guys. Is that for a building that we don't have yet that they hire? So when I say 100 foot ladder, yeah. at the end of the day, that's probably about 70, 85 feet worth of steel. Problem. Doesn't include setback access. Um, do we have a building that requires anything more than 75? We're we're close. We're close on the new construction on the corner. We're close on the plumes, we're close on the What about when the haven, the riverfront comes question. in? That's a big question. They're going to be the same heights as the other ones, but maybe different setups. And again, it, it's not, it, it listen, like park next to the building and put the ladder yeah. straight up vertical, 70 degree pit, we'll get it. Yeah. But if there's a car in the way, or something blocked in, or set back, that's, 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 that's where the issue comes. Okay, spend up to 200K if you want to do the extra. Again, that's on you guys. I can even 75 work. 100 would probably be the best option, but again, that, that, that's pretty good. Is that a defunct manufacturer? Like, if you want to look at the refurbished rather than the are most of those trucks going to source back to that same manufacturer back to that time? I haven't even shot that industry. Yeah, I don't know. Most of the trucks were made by that company, I think, at the time. American France? Yeah. No. No. Okay, okay. No, American France was kind of faded out. I, Again, this is before I was making decisions back then. Um, I wouldn't have purchased it back then. The writing's on the wall. All right. We gotta look for a certified pre-owned. I work for you. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> Any other questions about the truck? Mike, what would be the next step in this process? Bid specs, uh, you said you have a placeholder with the county. So, um, given that, had a deadline of two weeks to get an order and reserve this price. That puts us in a slightly difficult situation. Um, I'm assuming there's one more meeting uh, this month in June, correct? 20. Next Tuesday, there's a meeting. So just a point of order on that. Um, both, and again, I don't care which one we go with, both are available on the different block of person, whether it's Hugh and Galveston or Sourcewell. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, well, we can purchase under those contracts, um, so, so that's okay. My, my issue is I'm going out to contract accounting and just see um, what they would require for us to move forward. There's no way I can pass a bond ordinance in time to order this in two weeks because we need basically 60 days for, to make that all work. Um, so we're more in line with whether or not I can authorize a purchase through the Improvement Authority, even though the authority has not yet uh, issued their debt um, for this program. Um, there is a way to do that. They, they will reimburse us. The positive thing is that you know out of pocket for some period of time. I mean, Chad, we're really talking about delivery. 26 to 30? Yeah, 26 to 30 months. So, I mean, without question, we won't have an expenditure for uh, some period of time. So, uh, let me uh, talk to the improvement authority and then maybe have a little conversation with Chad. Uh, and then I'll speak to Joe about what our what my recommendation would be to move forward if the council is is willing to move forward with the project. Yeah, you said I think the one thing too is if you think the 75 foot is sufficient, most likely if you just stand there. Plus maintaining that fiscal responsibility, we can make the 75 foot work. Do I think the hundred better? Sure. But but in the eyes of the fiscal responsibility and the taxpayer and we can We'll do weird. Could could you do a cursory look to see if there's anything certified for you on that? Yeah. I just appreciate it. It's good. It's It's got nothing to do. Yeah, quick turnaround. I might your help. Try you back. Yeah. Yep. A couple things. I wanted to. As members of the planning committee tomorrow, Mike, I don't know if you're going to have anything that quickly, even an update from the county. If so, that would be a great time to be able to bring that forward. And with respect to looking at either refurb or the new, you know, Chad, you said the information to me late or last night. I didn't, I didn't read it yet, but I, I just forwarded that to everybody. I don't know if it, it's printed out, people have it in their hands there. Uh, maybe they do, but, but I want to make sure everybody got that um, from last night so folks can look at it and, and, and have, a, you know, have clarity on, on, uh, on what you guys talking about here. So, is that uh, for me, it was in the package. Yeah, okay. yeah, we read it. So, that, that can make sure that I, I haven't actually read it yet, so um, I want to make sure that everybody got that. So, that's great. Um, and uh, I imagine we'll have more to say after tomorrow's meeting, so thank you. Yeah, thank you. I just my own feeling on this, if we uh, come up pretty much with a decision, we could go, I would think, go back to the manufacturer and say, we can't process this in two weeks, we need an additional two weeks. Yeah. And I would think if, if they realize we are intending to buy the equipment. I'm sure there's something we can talk We can hold the cost for 60 days, right? Yeah. Not always the easiest thing to do when it's under these contracts uh, because the um, contract is actually built funds through Sourcewell. Um, so if there's no purchase order of company, Sourcewell doesn't lock down a contract. Uh, it's not like the old days where you know you can write a letter to the vendor and indicate that you have all intents of moving forward and they'll hold it for you. Uh, there's such limited product that the vendors are being held to actual purchase orders before they'll hold any equipment. So my question recommendation right now to how can we lock it in at this point? I think at this point, you know, if the borough council would like to move forward, you can 
uh, you know, direct us to uh, move forward with the project and make a recommendation for how we would proceed, uh, whether it be through the improvement authority and ordinance, uh, if there's a method to get a resolution on this meeting to authorize the purchase of the open issue. Um, so let me just, um, you know, if the council's on board, uh, then we'll move forward and make it happen for you. Is anyone opposed to this? Anyone? I would just like to understand if there's an alternative, what the alternative is before we make a decision. But I support it overall. They don't, there is no such thing as a certified. I think it's But do we want, there's a reason that there's somebody else getting rid of that fire truck. Well, all the friends. Yeah, no, I, 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 mean, I don't recommend going with an obsolete yeah. truck, but there are companies to do furnishings. And if somebody turns one in and they refurbish it, there's a business in that. And I'd just like to understand whether or not that is an alternative. I'll, I'll, I'll have that you okay. I wasn't even facetious, I had nothing to do with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Basically, what I'm asking for I get it. Give me the best alternative. I don't want you to go away and say, I can't find anything. Right. Give, us the best, give us the best alternative so we can make an informed decision. No, I was being serious when I said She's in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and myself, I, I would go with the 100 foot. Uh, I've been now 15, 20 years. Okay, and, uh, That's where the planning board needs to keep the height requirement where it is. But, but I just, but I know, <laughs> but uh, Jack pointed out if you can't get the truck up, Close to the building, might be back 50 feet or something like that, and you've got a longer angle. I just think. Yes, I mean, see, but I do think also, I think Chief basically the point, physically speaking, you know, big picture, we have so many other things to purchase, and that's another 20% on a huge Who, which one of our neighbors has a 100 foot ladder? Mom and Beach and Rumson have a 100 foot ladder. We're coming on the initial. Well, we'll have it by, you know, it'll be on the agenda for Tuesday evening, whatever we need to put on the agenda. All right. So. That was the place, Mike? Yep. That would work for me. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Chief. Can we go quickly to numbers? So I'm going to blow through my, my public safety report real quick, too. Um, to date, as of last night's printing, 206 calls from service. Um, in comparison, same time last year, we had 168. So we're way ahead of last year already. Last year was also our busiest year ever. So I don't think the weather's stopping us from having some stuff to do around here. But uh, um, training, we, we finished all of our, our rookies. They're done. Uh, they're in service. This weekend, we're, we're going to be in the river again. We have Ocean Rescue uh, doing, doing our river training. Fireworks are squared away for that on our end. Uh, I was working with Tom and, and the Chief, so we're good for that. What's happening with the cutting or making the swing door available for you guys on the river access? So it's a kind of, it's a good point. Right, I, I, lost, again, right? I lost track of that, and I was, I'll probably be complaining need, about it Monday. Do you need help? What, what can we do for you? That's a public works thing. I could work with Rob. Yeah. Just to get that gate installed, and I, yeah. I think aside from training, and we make a rescue there, I think that'll make all the difference. I don't know if you remember what we're talking about. I know. Gate by the libraries. Yeah, kind of get, went off my radar too. Yeah, I totally forgot. Thank you. 
So I'll, I'll, I'll speak around about it. Yeah. And any more instances on the river? With no, just that one. Hmm. We had that one incident uh, two days after we did our training. Right. We haven't had anything else, but it has been nice. Right. So, also, um, last thing before I turn it over to Chief Friedman is the garage door is being replaced today. Yeah. Right. That's good. For their area. Yeah. You're right now. <laughs> um, we use uh, the same manufacturer that uh, Spar's using on the Beach Club. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Alright, these He was warning. He was like, this is he your warning. warning. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they've been pretty good on it, and I know they've talked about street keeper has it in that consistent. Yeah. So I, it gets I was very kind of hesitant about writing the tickets on there, so right. I want to make sure that some of the guys are just going out and giving one, some are giving tickets. Either way, I'm not upset with them, but if some, I like it on a more consistent level with the street sweeper. They, yeah. He's been pretty good, I guess, the past couple weeks. He's not, back, right? right? The last two weeks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the truck was down. Yeah. Yeah. The important thing is, right, if we're going to go through the effort of having streets, you cut it down the box, and you can't do it because it's completely illegally parked. That's a bust. Or maybe the street sweeper doesn't show up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both of those things have to work in concert or show. But now that it's up and running. Yeah. And I, I saw that, and I interpreted that as taking steps to try to do the right thing. Yeah, there's a little bit. Okay. Thank you for that. The second thing is, you, you and I have talked about this. You know we wanted to increase our enforcement on smoking and alcohol on the beach. Right. I would just ask you at the workshops if you could keep track of those tickets for me. Sure. Okay, because I know in the past we haven't had the resources to do it. We talked about stepping up additional specials. So if you could report, I appreciate the parking thing, but on that as well. Thank yeah. you. Mike, we don't have a lot of big numbers just because the this beach is not the beach. Yeah, we are. It's quiet. It will come. Yeah, it will come. Any questions? Yeah, I don't panic about the main parking. I mean, last year was a killer here, so it's kind of a hard. That's not, last year should not be a measure yeah, of exactly. a consistent measure of our success. Yeah, yeah. Really. That shouldn't be the measure. Right. Yes, it was, uh, it was just an unbelievable year. No rain, beautiful weather. We just can't repeat that every year. All right, that's it. Thanks, gentlemen. I guess we're just off to the Ordinance Yeah, Tom, are you on? I can text. Oh, yes. Tom, uh, maybe you can explain what this ordinance is about, why we have to do it, and uh, uh, what it will mean to residents and renters in Seabright. Well, morning, everyone. Uh, last year, uh, New Jersey passed a about it, but uh, um, we're just putting in place what's necessary and required by the state of New Jersey. So we just wanted Tom just to brief you on it a little bit. Thanks for being short on that, Tom. Just, but any home taller than 78, if they rent for more than half a year? Yep. Okay. He's prior to 78. Prior to 78. I rent for more than six months. And Right. And we don't have an ordinance in place in town right now. 
So I mentioned that in a prior workshop, that Tom expressed an interest in doing that. I've investigated a little bit about that kind of stuff. We have fire and police chiefs in the room right now. And Tom, can I just give you two seconds to give your perspective and concern to determine whether or not we want to put an ordinance forward? Sure. Um, as fire marshal, uh, I don't have any authority for my single family home. Um, so you, you know, if there was an issue with a fire pit, a recreational fire pit, um, we, we don't have any jurisdiction or any enforcement on it. Uh, my concern is obviously the tight community of Seabright. There's, there's not enough room in somebody's backyards um, to have these uh, portable fire pits, recreational fires. Uh, you need a minimum of 25 foot clearance if possible, and most yards won't meet that um, you know, requirement. And you know, I, I put it up to Chad and you know, kind of wanted to plus on it. Um, I think it is something we, you know, if we had it, of course, if we had to do something about it, we, have, we could, we don't have anything to force, force it right now. So, my vote on it is for safety. Have we, had, have we had issues with it in the past that we know? I don't know, but um, yeah, exactly. That's really happy. The only other place I've got complaints is up on the uh, stand micro and all that. Um, and they kind of dealt with it through their um, association. But uh, I haven't got a complaint, but it, you know, does every backyard have You know, it's just uh, it's not saying we're going to go around and shut everyone down, but we had an issue. At least we had something we could enforce it with. Okay, Tom, Chad, any perspectives on that? So the, usually the complaints that we get are more for the smoke than the fire themselves. Um, I, I have to agree with Tom where there is no enforcement action or there's nothing we can do on it. Um, the, the, so state, the state does give guidelines, like you said, 25 feet is combustible, what, what, whatever they are, I haven't written down. Um, but the majority of the complaints when we do go out are as a result of neighbors complaining about smoke complaints that are housed from the fire. The two places that I remember, Tom mentioned the one in Seaguard Village on Sandpiper, and the other one was in, in the waterways. Um, and both of those handled it internally with their association. Okay. Sorry. Hey, Tom, thank you. We'll have further discussion on whether or not we want to put something in place. I appreciate your perspective. We could also, maybe you could call General Code and see if there's many, any ordinances out there that we could take a look at. They should, they usually do that if we ask them. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Oh, you can look at create one uh, soon as well. I'll give you a copy of that one. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thanks again. Okay. Going on number four, trash rack repairs. Greg, maybe you can handle these two. You got the prices? Yeah, we went out and got close to fix the trash rack with the pump station at the bottom. But it's, over the years, it's a large structure. Over the years, it's taken out and maintained it. This, this rack that needs to be restructured so that it traps everything. We got the cost to fix that. I believe it was twenty-five thousand was to get that fixed. So we just have to award, award that to that contractor. Okay. And the other, the one next to that, below that, is we have to buy a pump to do that. Obviously, because the wet ball has to be dry for them to be down there well. So that's uh, just what's handy. I think that was five thousand dollars. We have the money in, uh, we have the money appropriated for that. So uh, we just wanted you to be aware that it'll probably be on an upcoming agenda. Greg, you may as well take number six as well. Okay. 
And the next one for the, this year's TTF program, I'm recommending you be a RIPA and Southway. Both of those are Southway especially has been pretty torn up with all the utility upgrades and the houses have been pretty much built. There's only one house out there currently being built. It's just about done with you know, pretty large in size. But most of the development out there has occurred and I think those would be good roads for our program for next year. So that's for the grant program is open it's up uh, July first, right? So uh, it'll be on next week's agenda. Okay, well we'll get the application and we'll get it submitted in. Well resolution authorizing the, the resolution don't usually the resolution doesn't have to go until after right, the resolution to support it, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't need the third okay. yeah. I just oh. ask a general question after we repave the streets. What happens with the side the sidewalk, like the yellow striping of the we repaint them. We okay. repaint them. Sometimes we'll talk like with the chief and fire first aid and those guys. Anything that they want additional, even no parking zones, we can add those. But had, generally, we put back exactly what was there. Has the contractor come back and done the punch list? Oh, uh, they did most of the painting. I have to check on the other punch So there were some painting that wasn't done. We they had they had to come back and do it. I didn't know if it was finished. It is. That's not my contract. I know. <laughs> okay. Actually, I guess I'm going to put it. I'm going to stay here. Nope. Do you have a guy that's going to stay here? Follow it. That was the same. Anything else? Nope. All right. So, Bert, I'm going to speak to the bulkhead. Absolutely. Thank you, Mayor. So, I think everybody on the council has been tracking what we're doing on this bulkhead driving towards a three-phase approach, starting in downtown. Um, Greg has done a lot of work um, on behalf of the team to figure out an approach to do this, um, and has put together, as we've discussed, an initial quote for the preliminary design phase. The overall quote to do the overall design and permitting for this, which we have yet to determine how we would fund, is about $420,000. The initial effort to get that ball rolling for this year and also do sufficient work to allow us to have details to submit additional grant applications, which is important to us, because we prefer to do this through grant funding if possible, is $100,000 to move forward with that. Greg's put that quote together, it's available. Uh, and a draft ordinance was put in the package which Chris has sent out, which looks to introduce that next Tuesday night at the council meeting and approve it in the July meeting. All of this has been coordinated with the finance team and also with Mike Baskin, who helped us think through this process so this, uh, the first action that's coming, we're excited about this because this will get the ball rolling in a very important capital project in the town. will be the introduction next Tuesday night. So we'll look for everybody's support and Greg, thanks for the work leading up to that point. Anything you want to add? Well, I think we're on for new track once we get this funding in place. Okay, okay, very good. Thank you. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Rock these street light versions. You have it in your package, uh, JCP&L. Uh, ironically is uh, now upgrading street lights and uh, and it sent us a letter of, about uh, our support of going through two LED street lights um, and they have an agreement uh, that is attached uh, talking about that we're, we desire to put together we desire to have the LED upgrades uh, and let's see where this goes I think we all can agree that we like the upgrades I think uh, it's a, you know, it's a better light, it's brighter, it's uh, more focused so it doesn't shed, you know, large swaths down the street. Um, and we just put it on the agenda for your approval. 
Joe, quick question. Being a state highway, do we pay the electric bill for those lights on, on the highway? Mm -hmm. The electric bill is ours. I mean, the primary thing for going with LEDs besides the light is the reduction of cost. Correct. So for us, is this a cost savings because the state highway lights are all electric? It would be a cost saving, yes. Okay. And I guess the other thing is it's going to last longer. I think they do, yeah. It's been very problematic that she's well knows trying to get them to fix all of the lights in the town. Right? We've had dozens of them out. Does that mean that they won't fix those and, uh, and that they're going to get replaced by LEDs? How does the timing Well, they are supposedly repairing them. I'll probably tell you, they probably have done at least 40 lights in the past month. At least 40 they have fixed. They have been out coming out at 4 or 5 o'clock, waiting until dark, and checking them all. Like, so they've done at least, I would say, well over 40 lights in the past. Does that mean that the chief that we have relatively few out? Um, I'll take a double check so I haven't really been out in the night shift checking lights, but I can definitely find out. But they've done a lot. Yeah. John would have a yes, he would. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's got to do it's, another it's, walk. It's, he, he, he started the project and uh, along with the PD, and uh, he's been following up. I know it's uh, important. Well, it's important to all of us, but John would have the. He would know which ones are done. Do you know when this upgrade will happen, John? No. I think they're they're upgrading in the whole their whole service area, so it could be weeks or years. Yeah, I don't know the answer to the okay. It's not. I don't believe it'll happen overnight unless. Uh, and you're right. I think there are numerous towns right near Seabrook. They are working in that Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, they're both going out. I <laughs> <laughs> the uh, thanks. The uh, Walk Smart campaign. Is that me? That's you. That's me. Um, so I was walking around, um, saw this in, well, two things. I don't know if you can pull, can you pull stuff up on there? Or I can just show my phone. I was walking around uh, Princeton. There's two things. One, there's a pedestrian stencil um, that was wondering if we could just consider. It's called, it's just a stencil, it's a pedestrian zone, please walk with wheels. You know we've had many conversations about bicycles coming on the sidewalk and how challenging it is. I was walking around Princeton, it's a really nice, all we need is some spray paint from and the stencil, we could just trial it out if we wanted to, to see if it does anything. Um, and then also in um, Red Bank, there are these signs that it's, it's a bstreetsmartnewjersey.org, um, just talking about a pedestrian zone and like proper use crosswalks and just thinking if there are some existing campaigns that we wanted to consider putting up around town, knowing that pedestrian crosswalks, bikes are challenging, especially in, at this seasonal time, it might be something we might want to consider. Um, so I just wanted to bring that um, in front of everyone here. Joe, do we have the authority to spray paint with 36? It's not, we put it on the sidewalk. Oh, it's on the sidewalk. And here is the oh. walk smart. I should, you sent right. this to me, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. That's still in the right way, but I don't think they've got a problem. Yes, yeah. Oh, you got it, yeah. They won't even. No, they won't even. So. The, the one on the, the stencil, that's the, the stencil one was Princeton? Maybe you could call their public works and they'll send us a stencil. I can also send the stencil. I found it online. And oh. can just li literally buy it. Oh, okay. And we can. Because I know part of the question is, if, you know, we talked about let's not have bikes on the sidewalk. Well, where do you want the bikes to go? Like, We're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. 
Exactly. So, you, you know, so maybe just walking them is probably the best course of action versus telling them, hey, take a crosswalk, go across the street and bike in the middle of 36. You know, so. so those are two things I think we should consider. If we can do the stencil, trial it out, no big deal. The Walk Smart campaign, we can take a look. I can show Chief and we can, if it's something we want to put up, maybe we could trial it on like where some of the beach clubs are, or Tommy's, just Absolutely. somewhere where like send them to the crosswalk versus jumping in front of the road. Okay. I think you think of it. The one by Chapel. Yes. That's the most important thing. Teach the people to use the crosswalk. Yeah. Yeah. And then we work with uh, management and Chapel to encourage the management. Yeah. If you're right, that's a bad one. It's a scary one. Joe, have you heard anything on the accelerated crosswalk campaign for the two beach clubs? It was supposed to get done this year. It was supposed to. And I've reached out to them for, for a meeting for Councilman uh, uh, Healer, and uh, they haven't gone back to me. And I've reached out a couple of times. Uh, that issue, a crosswalk on, uh, at, the, at the far north end of Seabright, uh, or some sort of uh, illumination or lighting or something? As far as we know, the two at the beach clubs that were on the accelerated list that we ran into the funding issue on, they're back on that. Correct. And the other five we gave thumbs up to. We, we had to submit a, a resolution to do that. We did. So as far as we know, we're locked and loaded for those seven, and now it's up to them? It is, and I, I'll try to follow up again and see what they're, if they have any schedule whatsoever. Okay, good. They said three years for the five. If you're right. <laughs> it's going to take three years. The ones on the accelerated list that they canceled and put back on when we get done this year. Joe, you say we had more about bicycling on there too, or no? We do. It, it, it's a, the last item. Oh, uh, right. From uh, uh, one of our residents. Uh, solid waste contract. Um, you're only allowed to extend it twice, I believe, Chris. It was originally a three-year contract with two one-year one options. One-year extensions. This is the last and final this is the last and final we did extend it for this year I would recommend we extend it again that's a very volatile market out there right now uh, with changes in you know recycling and uh, solid waste uh, disposal so I would I would recommend we extend it to one one more year Joe related to that we had the ordinance change on limitation of how much people could put out particularly uh, businesses how has that gone and is it being tracked? I think DPW is going to track what was being picked up and paid for separately. It, it, it was, it is. Uh, I know Dave spoke to me about uh, uh, two of the businesses uh, at the south end of, the, of our uh, promenade there and uh, uh, others have taken it on themselves to have their pickup almost daily extra pickups on their own that they've contracted with the supplier and some of the ones that used to put it all out, put it out and leave it because they're closed on Mondays they now have the contractor dumping it and then putting it in the alleyway so it's working a lot better than it has does that mean our volume's gone down and therefore our push should go down I suspect a, a little bit I, I don't I haven't looked at the you know the tipping fees uh, recently but I don't know that it's going to go down a heck of a lot yeah, when you're talking about like one or two businesses yeah. as opposed to 1,200 residents. But you feel that that ordinance change to get people over a certain number of pails to manage it themselves is working? Absolutely. That's good. We do believe that. Good. Uh, so if there's a 
agreement, we would put an extension in on the next agenda? Yeah, or does it have to be well, the next the, agenda? The, um, Contract isn't up until the end of October, but it's a long process to bid out a new solid waste longer than normal bidding. So that's why we put it on early. So there's there's state rules and regulations on these solid waste contracts that are a little onerous, but uh, and they're longer than most bidding processes. Sixty days. Sixty days. Yeah. But on this one, all we have to do is notify them. Mm -hmm. We want to extend for one year. Right. So that'll be until October 2024? Correct. Okay. And sometime uh, in, in spring, yeah. probably go out again next spring. Yeah. For bid. Evening yoga classes bid? Oh, we were approached by the um, woman who um, has the business for the morning yoga classes, and she wanted to start doing something in the evening. Um, so we went out to bid. Um, for that, and she was the only bidder, so we're going to give her a contract. <laughs> yeah. Is that out here? Yes, and it's, it's after the beach out. It's like six or seven o'clock at night. Yeah, nice format. So there's yeah. no interaction with the lifeguard concern. No. Oh. Okay. And uh, the the last item that's on the agenda right now, unless somebody has anything else, is a, a letter we received from a resident. Uh, asking that we consider putting a e-bike ordinance together, um, especially up at the splash pad. And, and when Heather was talking, um, I guess uh, I've been talking to the PD, uh, Captain Arias about it, and um, they do go fast. They are, uh, you know, they buzz by you. They're getting more and more popular. Um, do well, we there want- some, There are some yachts in town that go through just too fast. I wrote my first one like two weeks ago in California. They're interesting. It's a whole different ball game. But you know, they're they're you know motorcycles. Scary. Basically, uh, and they're and on the splash pad, you know, the people are walking there or have their kids up there on bikes and everything, and people fly by. Now the alternative is do we t do we ban it up there and put them out on Route 36? Like, well, I think it's in Sandy Hook. If you're over 12 miles per hour, I think you have to use the the road versus the bike path. There's some speed limit. You guys know, I, know. I'm I know Wall Town should just put a, something together about the voltage of them. If I they're... actually have a copy of Wall Township's orders they just passed, and it's something that needs to be discussed because it, it's getting, there's a lot of you guys out there, and they're getting big and faster, and um, we need to start thinking about ordinance tailored to Seabright, something that we can. I've read it in our local paper down there. I know they did it, but, but there's a differentiation between some that are very powerful. It's 750 watts and, um, yeah, and they have to be licensed by the police department or something like that. Because they go fast. Yeah. They're the police. Once I was riding police guy, I my home I got a really high yeah. bike. Yeah, it's pretty funny, but I mean, just on a straightaway, you used to go 20 plus miles an hour. Well, the speed limit downtown is 30, so I mean, they're pretty, you know, speed limit. So, so Joe, how do we want to handle this? Is the safety committee going to Like, who's going to enforce that out there? I wanted to bring forward, because the, 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 the the complaint has merit, obviously, it's, yeah. uh, and it'd be, it'll have more merit every year goes by. I, I see kids now that uh, 
you know, there's three of them with electric bikes and only one of them with a, you know, the regular pedal bike. So yesterday alone, we picked up two people on San Diego and fell off the bikes. Um, both of them were coming. There's a shop in Ireland, Cranky's, that is Cranky's out there, um, and that seems to be where they're all coming from. Is that that shop in Ireland? Um, like I said, it was on San Diego. It's nothing to do with Seabright, but there's two separate instances yesterday. Where we took they typically off. don't wear helmets. Either. They don't anymore. Joe, is it fair to say our primary issue is the splash pit in the downtown? Yes. Because, I mean, there's no easy solution here. And it's a definite risk, no question about it. So it sounds like if the safety committee wants to take a lead on it, somebody should look at what's happening in adjacent towns, what our unique situations are, and what they would recommend to the police department and the council. Yeah. And the tricky thing is, you know, much my opinion is that they do kind of offer more of a bicycle. But, you know, I've read most of them on a bike. And this is like a hybrid of the two, but I think most people ride on a bike. That's why they get faster. You said they go close to the speed limit, but when we're operating a bicycle as opposed to a motorcycle, it's like a, it's an auto. And they're silent. I mean, they're that's silent. The problem. Like you can't hear them. We, we got to do something because somebody is going to get it. I'll work with the chief on this. The other area that's dangerous is yeah. the bridge. Taking over that bridge on the roadway coming into Seabright, and they have no lights. Reflective clothing, so I've been very quiet, as you said. So I think the three areas the splash pad, the center town, and coming in now to see what I'm I'll work with you if you want, I'll work with you guys on that too. It could be something where, you know, we were talking about blitzing for the, I know it's different, yeah. but if there is a concentrated time where you're out and it becomes like a weekend of education, like mm -hmm. there could be some sort of blitz where we do something with the Highlands with Seabright and just kind of really monitoring that. I've worked on a letter here. I've kind of worked it off first aid people and delivered to the residents. You don't have to mail it, you actually can focus in on bike safety and improving that. Well, the other thing is it's gonna, if it keeps going, then people are gonna stop using the splash pad to walk, to walk their dogs, and that's just, you know. Yeah. Chief, what do you think? I think that there's so many electric bicycles coming into this town in every direction, trying to stop every all these bicycles. It's, it's an impossible task, and this town just can't do it. I like the idea of having solid ordinance in place. So if we see someone driving recklessly, we can issue that ordinance. When we see someone hit a pedestrian, we can issue a hard ordinance. When we see someone go to the side of the car, we can issue that ordinance. So actually try to stop everybody from coming into town. It's just, it's not happening. They don't have that kind of manner. If I see someone go off the flashback, and I'm like, what? Tries to the kind of standing up to, it's just, I don't think that's gonna work that way. I think having to go in some place to where we see reckless driving, and we see going straight down the road at Ocean Avenue, you see someone to a pocket in the you can't even have the answer. We can issue the warnings to that. So right so now, we have nothing in place to do. We have nothing in place. But a lot of times, don't have it. This is just starting um, in the area. I think the only ones that I know now is Asbury and Wall Township. Long Range doesn't have a lot of dirt. It's necessary. It's something that's going to be. Give you a little authority to respond to these. Yeah, it, it's it's something that we need. I would love to have a moment with Jim saw something the other day, which was the serve down on your bike. And, you know, it's. Um, okay, so I, I share the committee that does ordinances. 
I'd be happy to take the lead on this, but I want to work with the safety committee, EMS, yeah. or yourself, Brett, to help with this. And we'll build it off of what other towns are doing to solve it. Yeah, it's a good place for draft board and staff to make deal or borrow from. You good with that? Yeah, yeah. Right, so if you have any ideas, I mean, you have to write it. Yeah, sure. General code, maybe you could say that there are any e-blake work. Well, from more towns, if I could tell you, it's a lot here. I don't think it's something that's extreme. But there, there may be some type of like communication, like visual. I've driven by Ocean High School a couple of times, and they have some pretty dramatic um, messages that they put out on their front lawn, like a drunk driving example. They have a totaled car that's like completely burnt, and it's a sign that talks about drunk. You know, it's it's impactful. Like there could be some way where we just put some sort of communication. Maybe even in like the Shrewsbury River Park, where you could do something where it's a little bit of an education about these e-bikes, um, just as a statement piece, just to you know, these need a helmet or it's dangerous or you know, stay off, of it. just something because you can put an ordinance in place and that's fine, but who knows that it exists, right? So I think there it also needs to be coupled with some sort of communication, even like the Blitz idea, where it's like this is new. It's here. This is real. So it's a com to me, it's a combo of things. Yeah, happy to. Absolutely. I have a list of um, anybody else having for the regular agenda. I just have a list of upcoming resolutions. I'll be on uh, Tuesday's agenda, and then we have we have an executive session. We do. All right, so as is always the case, we're not going to take any action after we come out of the executive session, so it's going to be in the public session. Thanks for coming everybody. I appreciate all your participation. And would anybody there? Yes, sir. Uh, just uh, quickly, um, I know that obviously next Friday is the uh, fireworks um, uh, display, and we had a great time with that last year. Um, I wanted to check with Chris to see whether or not we got any. Um, uh, any feedback from staff members who, who want to participate in, in that avenue that, that we did last year? And it's curious if you've got any feedback from um, We've gotten three RSVPs from you, the mayor, <laughs> and the planning board secretary. <laughs> but, be overwhelmed, obviously. but I have a feeling more people will probably just show up, but I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I was supposed to be away, but yeah. we're confirming. It's probably that early on people didn't want to commit because they weren't sure of what their plans might be but um, yeah we haven't had a resounding uh, turnout yet um, I don't know how you, how you want to proceed with that that's for you guys to discuss I, I have yeah. a I'm hosting a rehearsal dinner in Wisconsin and I think some of the people that have belonged to beach clubs will yeah. probably be at the My beach clubs be like you know so it's I don't know. All right, Jeffrey, we'll talk after the meeting and see what you want to do. But yeah, we can we talk about, you know, uh, I know last year it wasn't a big turnout, but there, there were quite a bit of, you know, uh, some of the some kids came through and lifeguards and, you know, et cetera. So it was something, but, but uh, uh, let's, let's talk about it. All right, thanks, Jeff. I just have one thing. Uh, yes, sir. You may have seen this, and the county is focusing on the 250th. Anniversary. We have, we have Mr. Uh, what's his name? Uh, 
first check of data, if you want to call it that, on June 28th. That's his hand. I think that's his wife behind he, I don't see him here. Oh. Yep. Thank you. This is mine. All right. So let me, let me copy. Yeah. 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 Yes, we are. Yes. 